In this episode, we are looking at some of your favorite quote unquote healthy foods and questioning are they really that healthy? Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, uh, we are looking at some of the foods that we all sort of turn to and we think of as healthy, things that are healthy lunches, healthy snacks, and really asking ourselves the question of what's actually in this? What is this? What are we actually consuming when we eat this? And the purpose of this episode, because we've, we've got two foods here, it's based on an article on uh, Glamour.com that it's a food autopsy. The purpose of this is not necessarily about the particular foods that we're looking at. So if you don't eat these foods or if you're, you're not a fan of them, that's totally fine. The purpose of this is to encourage you to ask yourself the question about what it is that you are eating because there are many things that we eat in our day-to-day lives that we think are healthier than they actually are. Things that are very common in a healthy quote-unquote diet that isn't actually doing us any favors. So my hope is that by the end of this episode, you will develop a healthy appreciation for the process of questioning the things you eat, the things you put into your body, and how those things will affect you in the long term. So let's get started. The first thing we're looking at uh, is, and again, this is from an article on Glamour.com, It's titled Shocking Food Autopsies, uh, Your Favorite Healthy Foods Exposed with Healthy in Quotes. Uh, It's coming from Rachel Beller. So the first thing we're looking at is uh, a sushi lunch. So this is something I eat uh, when I'm craving it, something I used to eat a lot more in the city. Now that I've moved, not so much, Uh, but it's just your standard sushi lunch, maybe two rolls. Uh, And when you really look at the food itself, we think of it as a light meal, something that goes down easily, something that isn't packed with too many carbs. It's just fish at the end of the day. It's fish and some seaweed and some avocado and maybe some cucumber and, and, and veggies and a little bit of rice, right? Now, when Rachel broke this down, when she looked at what is actually in this on a nutrition point of view, because that's the thing that we need to be looking at. There's a difference between what we think we're eating and the nutrition that we are actually getting. So when you are looking at your own foods, it's important to ask yourself, what is the nutritional value of this food? Not so much, what is it that I'm putting into my body? So when you look at the nutritional value, so the example she's using here is uh, a typical California roll. Uh, So fake crab, avocado, uh, maybe some some veggies in there uh, with rice and seaweed and maybe even add a spicy tuna roll. Okay, so you look at these foods and you think, no problem, this is healthy, this is light, easy to, to consume, I'll have this for lunch and I'll feel great about myself. But in actuality, you are actually eating the carb equivalent, so the carbohydrate equivalent of two and a half to four slices of bread with a typical California roll. And that's largely coming from the rice. Now, 
we do have to make sure that the distinction is clear. There's a difference in the types of carbs that we consume, but because you are probably getting white rice, it is most likely going to be simple carbohydrates that don't break down that well. They will spike your blood sugar and that's going to put you into a state of uh, everything else you consume after that being stored as fat. Uh, as we discussed in the interview with Jen Trepic, which I highly recommend you listen to. So typical California roll has uh, about the same amount of carbs as two and a half to four slices of bread with just a tiny bit of vegetables. Like there's really not much in there. It's like, it's just the tiniest bit of cucumber, maybe. Uh, and then you're getting a bunch of imitation crab meat, which isn't, necessarily bad for you, but it's not good for you either. And it's not real meat. So you're really not getting that much from that meal. And if you add uh, another typical one, a spicy tuna roll, you're eating another mayo laden tuna sandwich, essentially. Like you are taking two pieces of bread basically and putting tuna and mayo between it. That's about it. Maybe a tiny, tiny bit of, um, uh, of vegetables. Now, calorie wise, these aren't necessarily bad, but the nutritional value of it is it's not good. It doesn't look pretty. So it, I'm not saying you don't you shouldn't eat to, uh, sushi, but you should really consider what you're actually consuming and stop thinking about it just by default as this healthy thing, because it's not always. Now, one thing that Rachel suggests is that you can substitute brown rice, which will add more fiber and uh, that fiber will help with the carbohydrates that you're taking in. Um, and you can also skip the mayo and ask your, for your roll easy on the rice. So get a little bit less rice with it. So that's one potential solution. But at the end of the day, like if you like sushi, you want to have sushi for lunch, totally fine. I'm not in any way saying that that is a problem. I'm still going to eat sushi. It's just, again, about asking the question, is this actually healthy for me or is this just something that I think is healthy, but I'm really just being ignorant to the actual facts of the situation? So the second thing that she looks at is another popular choice, especially for lunch. And this is the spinach wrap. Now this she breaks down as being the equivalent of eating three slices of white bread dyed green. So the actual wrap itself, they dye it green because it makes you think, oh, spinach wrap, it's green. But there's no difference between that and just a regular wrap. Like carb wise, it's still the same simple carbs and it's going straight into your system and spiking your blood sugar. So that part, not so healthy. The actual like spinach on the spinach wrap, if you do get real spinach, it's gonna be very, very minuscule. You're not taking in that many greens. In other situations, people just get spinach powder. And so it's essentially colored white bread with artificial flavors. And that's a direct quote from the article, colored white bread with artificial flavors. So what can you do here? Well, if you want a spinach wrap for lunch, then have a spinach wrap for lunch. Again, it's just about knowing whether or not this is healthy for you rather than assuming that it is and being wrong about that. So that's the first thing is if you want to eat it anyway, go for it. There's no shame in that. However, if you do want an alternative, I would just say avoid the spinach wrap altogether. Maybe just have a salad with 
chicken. Like that's uh, that's often what we're looking for in a spinach wrap in the first place is the chicken and the avocado and the cheese and so on and so forth. You can just do those things in a salad without the wrap part. Remove the carb aspect of it, or at least the simple carb aspect of it, and it becomes much healthier than uh, it, it originally was. So again, that's not necessarily what you have to do, but it is something that can help. Another option is instead of, if you do want the carbs, get something with a little bit more fiber in it. So the the real issue with simple carbs, or at least bread specifically, uh, and in this case, wraps, is you're getting a lot of simple carbohydrates without any fiber to sort of dampen the damage that that does or the the, uh, glycemic load of that particular meal. So if you can go with a type of bread that has more fiber or if like if you can find an alternative that still has the taste you're looking for but increases the amount of fiber you are consuming that is going to put you in a better place or you can take the advice that Jen Trepic gave uh, back in an earlier episode my interview with her on this show where you can eat a salad first so consume the fiber first and the protein first And that puts you in a state where if you then consume the carbs, it's not spiking your blood sugar as much as it would as the first thing going in. So what's the point of this episode? Well, like I said in the beginning, it's not about stopping necessarily what you are doing. The purpose of this show, the purpose of anything that I do in the personal development space is not about saying, hey, you can't do this anymore. It's about being aware Because when you are aware, you tend to make better decisions. So the purpose of this particular episode is to help you recognize that a lot of the foods you are eating, a lot of the things that we all sort of default to and think we're doing a good job or being healthy isn't actually that healthy. It's just carbs dyed green in a lot of scenarios. Like it's not something that uh, if, if our goal is to be healthy and lose weight and do whatever things we want to do with with our nutrition, we need to be aware of these things rather than just sort of falling into it blindly with the assumption that we're being healthy, being wrong, never really knowing that we're wrong and then wondering why nothing is working. So I hope this is helpful. I challenge you to look at your daily meals and just question is this actually good for me? Is this actually going to have the kind of outcome that I want? Or is this essentially just uh, not great food in disguise? Ask yourself that question. That doesn't mean you need to stop eating the thing, but you do need to be aware of what you're eating. Hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.